Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. It was progress, but it's obviously I didn't win. Uh, my, my streak continues here at Riff. Um, so, no, I, I, I felt like I, I, the first couple of days I, I left certainly a lot of shots out there with some putts, um, for, especially Friday when I was blocking everything. Yesterday was better. Um, still wish I could have gotten within a, a touch of the leaders, but you know today they're they're running away with it. So um, even with a good round yesterday, I would I wouldn't have been in touch today. But overall, um, it's a huge success for our foundation and for um, everyone here involved. Uh, amount of people that, that came out and supported this event was was you know off the charts. So um, I think it's a good win all around. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I take it probably for granted because you know Rory and JT and I we, we see each other all the time at home. So, but I just don't see them out in a competitive environment. But we're at home hanging out. It's either in, at Metalist backyard, restaurants, whatever. Um, I see them all the time. But to be out here competitively is different. You know, I miss the fraternity of of the guys. Uh, there is <laughs> because I haven't played in a lot in the last few years. There's a tremendous amount of turnover. Uh, you know, I, I look at the Champions Tour leaderboard. You know, the, all, those are all the guys I know. Um, there's a, a lot of new faces out here that are going to be the future of, of our tour um, that I got a chance to see and, and play with. So it, it's neat to see the turnover. Um, it's, it's neat to see the guys that who are playing the best right now. You look at what, what Rombo has been doing, what, uh, what Max has been doing this year. Uh, to see them rise on, on a golf course like this, this is what it's all about. This is the ball striker's paradise. And those two guys are have been hitting the ball the best this entire year. And uh, it shows on the leaderboard. Yeah, it means it means a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's progress, head in the right direction, yes. Um, it it certainly was a little bit more difficult than, um, than I probably let on. Uh, my, my team was has, has been fantastic to have, Getting my body recovered day to day, um, and getting me ready to play each and every day, and then you know that's that's the the hard part that I can't simulate at home. Um, no matter even if I played four days at home, it's not the same as adrenaline. Um, it's not the same as the system being ramped up like that. The the intensity, the uh, just the the focus that that it takes to play at this level. No matter how much I know, I I'm very good at at trying at simulating, sorry, simulating that at home, but it's just not the same as being out here and doing it. The favorite moment, um, I mean, there's a lot of them. I, I just think that just being out here, and being able to play again, um, I had had a great pairing the first two days. I don't know how the tour happened to manage to get that pairing set up like that. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. We had a great time. Uh, I'm just so ha- you know happy and thankful to all, all the guys who, who played. You know this is a, a, a big event. This is a big uh, a big deal of where our tour is going to have all the top players here playing like this. Uh, it means a lot to me um, as as a player, but also as a host. 
um, to have all these players show up like this and, and play. And uh, I just wish I could play a little bit better and made it a little more interesting. But uh, overall, it was a fantastic week. Tiger Woods, after the conclusion of the Genesis Invitational last week, where he is the host, he finished tied for 45th. Welcome into the Fairways of Life show. Matt Adams here with you. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you are joining us from coast to coast. Don't forget to follow the Fairways of Life show on our YouTube channel as well. You can just go on there and subscribe. So Tiger Woods going through his reactions to the tournament that was. In many ways, I think it can be measured as a massive success. Just making the cut beat the odds, beat the bookies. But if you look into his stats, if, if you're a huge Tiger Woods fan and you want to go, you know what? He really does still have it. Look what he did in the third round when he had a 67. I'm going to give you some of his stats pertinent directly and only to that round. Strokes gain off the tee. In the field, he was ranked 7th. All right, strokes gained around the green, 18th, that's fine. Strokes gained putting, 16th, that's fine. Strokes gained tee to green, 9th. Strokes gained total, ready for this? Tiger Woods was tied for third, driving accuracy in that round, tied for 11th, driving distance at 309.2 yards. A Tiger was tied for 24th. Longest drive was 332 yards. That was a tie for 32. Greens and regulation in that round, Tiger was 12 of 18 at his 66.67%, tied for ninth. Sand saves, tied for 36. Scrambling, tied for 13th. Total putts, he was tied for 20th. He was tied for first in Eagles in the round, tied for 35th in birdies, tied for 13th in pars, tied for second in fewest bogeys with only one. If you are a Tiger fan, all of that bodes well for what he's capable of doing once he gets the chance to knock off some of that competitive rust. Well, in part two of our sound that we have ready for you here, it's all about where do we go from here? When might we see Tiger again? What kind of recovery time does he need? Well, here's the deal. Like, like I told you guys last year, I'm not going to play any more than probably the majors and maybe a couple more. That's it. That's all my body can allow me to do. My, my back the way it is, all the surgeries I have on my back, my leg the way it is, I just can't. Um, that's just going to be my, my, my future. And so... My intent last year was to play in all four majors. I got three of the four. Um, hopefully this year I can get all four um, and maybe sprinkle in a few here and there. But that's that's it for my, my, my rest of my career. I, I know that and I understand that. Uh, that's just my, my reality. This is a, a big year for us, a uh, big year for the, the tour and the commitment of the players uh, to stay unified. Uh, to We're all working to make this – tour and our product the best we possibly can uh, to have all the top players come and, and play these elevated events or, or designated events is a very important um, for our, our commissioner and for our tour to be able to uh, sell to all the sponsors going forward um, so far th this year has been been extremely positive but we just need to keep the momentum going in, th in that regard um, this is a big transition year in, into 24. Um, 24 is going to be a, a completely different schedule, but it's it's about the commitment of the players to this this type of idea and this type of uh, philosophy going forward. And so far, the, it's been fantastic. Well, I, I can hit balls. You know, I can I can chip and putt. I can I can do that part. It's the time under attention of walking, um, doing. You know, I hills um or even this i was explaining earlier the adrenaline dump 
of playing in, in competition. That's something that I, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm very good at simulating that because of all the, the past experiences I've had of coming off of surgeries and having to come back. Um, but it's, it's still never quite the same, and, and usually takes me a few holes to kind of get back into the ebb and flow of it. Um, but also then again, I, the, the reality of it is I, I really, really won't be able to play much. Um, so I can do carts at home. I can, I can do I can do that. I can hit balls, chip and putt. But it's, as I said, it's time and attention. And go ahead and get in your 8 to 10 miles of walking and, um, and, and the concentration that it, that it takes. Yeah, it's, it's hard. And uh, I've done it for a long time, but it's, it's just not – the, the body is sometimes it's just it says no even though mine says yes Please. yeah I pretty much lay in, in ice pretty much all night and so it, it, it's not fun <laughs> um, very cold all the time and then treatment then get muscles activated and go back and hop in cold again and it's just the ebb and flow of that and it's, it's hard it's hard mentally it's hard physically and um, it's just one of those things that a part of being an athlete, you know, you just are, you have to, yes, we, we train, we, yes, we, we push our bodies, but it's also what's probably even more important is the, the recovery process. If you're able to recover, you're able to push it harder the next day. And so that's one of the things that uh, technology has been, been fantastic to, to see, see guys play later into the career. Oh, you, you saw what, what Tom did and you see what LeBron's doing. Um, that that is, I think, this the understanding of training better and also recovery better and uh, nutrition. Um, you know, most of the guys I remember going growing up on tour, they would go in a fitness trailer and, and hop on the treadmill with uh, a beer in each each of the stands, and they they drink those while while you know while walking. So uh, it has it has definitely changed. Now you see all the guys grinding in there in the morning, lifting weights, throwing balls. Uh, moving sometimes some pretty good weight pre-round, and then you have to lift post-round. And so when I first came out here, it was just VJ and myself, and uh, now it's the entire tour. Yeah, because of probably VJ and yourself, but mostly yourself, Tiger Woods, that they have taken on the weights and the fitness and really positioned themselves more so than ever as true athletes by every measure too, right, up and down the scale. Uh, in the game of golf, all of that with Tiger Woods. So the big question is, when will we see Tiger again? He has implied that because it went well at the Genesis, that he's probably going to add an event before Augusta National. And then the question becomes, do you think it'll be the players or might it be the Arnold Palmer Invitational where he's won eight times? So we'll see what Tiger decides to do there. All right, coming up on the Fairways of Life show, a pinnacle moment for a Hall of Famer. This show is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. It is the number one golf retailer in all of the land where you surely can find whatever your game needs within the walls of these big, beautiful stores, some almost 60 spread out from coast to coast. And not only are they number one because of all of that, it's mostly because of their people. They are professionals they are vested in you getting exactly what is best for you and your game whether you wear it whether you swing it or whether you learn from it pgatoursuperstore.com is a great place to get started so many options 
that's what I play. What? Yeah, definitely. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs. The Tour Ball reinvented. Nothing feels quite like hitting a PXG iron. That's because we use hollow body construction coupled with the thinnest club face in golf and a vibration-absorbing polymer. These technologies make hitting our irons feel soft as warm butter on a hot biscuit and create a bigger sweet spot, which means more forgiveness, better distance, and lower scores. Play PXG and see how sweet, real power, and incredible forgiveness can be. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. It's as easy as 5-2-3. Doesn't get any easier. This Houdini soul is like magic. When you just need to launch it. I wish more of my pro-am partners had these. I wish more of everybody had these. Because golf is hard. So make it easier. Make it 5 2 easier. If there was a trophy for the most forgiving clubs, these would win every year. You want to talk about winning? You know he knows a bit about that. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one. Gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition plus four point two inches. Length of back swing fifty point three inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this uh, Tuesday. Hope you guys are doing well. Cool to hear from Tiger. And cool to hear that much of what he was thinking post-Genesis Invitational. Uh, Coming up in just a little bit, as you heard me tease as we were going into the break, we're also going to hear from Bernhard Langer, a World Golf Hall of Fame member, after his incredible accomplishment to have won 45 times on the PGA Tour Champions and to have done it at 65 years old and to continue to be obviously a factor at 65 because he just won again. The most recent winner, in fact, on the PGA Tour champions is mind-blowing with what he's been able to do. And one of the things that's so impressive is the way that he, that he manages his game, really, the way he manages uh, the fact that he's not the longest player. He's not even the longest player in the PGA Tour champions. Uh, Don, maybe you could find for me stats – I'm not sure they keep him on the PGA Tour champions, but I'd like to know his average driving distance. Because my guess is for Bernhard, it's going to be around 280. Uh, but he uses his hybrids extremely well. Maybe you just noticed him in the uh, the television uh, break there, the commercial break, and he's playing the Tour Edge product, which I think 
what Tour Edge did, and you can find Tour Edge product at touredge.com. What Tour Edge did by focusing their message and their marketing towards the PGA Tour champions was absolutely ingenious. You know, the average age in golf, while it's going down for years and years and years, always hovered right around 50. So you're still going to have a core audience, and that core audience is the one that can buy uh, products at full margin and generally can buy products that are higher priced as well, i.e. new products, not six months old, one year old, et cetera, uh, which uh, a lot of people have gotten smart and said, I don't need to buy the brand new thing, do I? Don't I just have to wait six months and I'm going to pick it up at you know, a, a fraction of the cost? So when it comes to Tour Edge, they, they did this combination effort where they come out with premium products and they already have them priced below the top tier, even though you're going to get the same top tier type performance. And when I say that, don't take my word for it. Test it against the stuff so you can come to your own conclusion, which is my favorite part about talking about Tour Edge. I'm, I'm not doing this to promote them, although they're a partner of mine and I love them. Uh, I'm doing it to, to share the, the way it's impacted Bernhard Langer and, and maybe you, where they designed this product with all the bells and whistles and all the technology. And it's amazing to me how technology tends to flow in, in common streams of thought in terms of, in, with say, a driver, for example, how much carbon they're using, where they're using the carbon, how they design the main chassis of the club, which is becoming far more skeletal, and then they surround it with all of the, this different carbon so they can have radical movement of weight. Did you have it, Tom? Did you find it? I did. I have some numbers. All right. Uh, I'm using last year's numbers for Bernhard Langer because obviously it makes no sense to use this year. There's only played a couple of events. So these numbers that I'm providing you are from 2022 on the PGA Tour Champions. Okay. Uh, what did you guess? What was your guess for his uh, drives? 280. 272 yards. Okay. That was his average last year on tour. So there's a couple things. One... That was 63rd. That was ranked 63rd in terms of distance on the PGA Tour champions last year. But, which is, I'm sure, not surprising, his accuracy off the tee with his driver, 77%. That's an extraordinary number. And that number, by the way, was 7th on the PGA Tour champions last year. So while he doesn't have the distance quite, you know, that the top 5 or 10 guys on on that tour have, He's still as accurate as they as they come. That's the part that I was getting at when the way he uses his hybrids, uh, the way that he uses his fairway metals, obviously the way that he uses his drivers. What about greens and regulation? Tell me what he's doing with that. Uh, greens and regulation. This again, this was last year. Seventy three percent fifth on tour. Yep. There you go. I mean, that's that's bananas. Just such incredibly solid ball striking, and it's it's so impressive with what he's done. So, you know, after he accomplished that incredible goal of reaching to 45 that Hale Irwin had set, and and I don't want to take anything away from Hale Irwin either because it's amazing what he accomplished in in 45 in in his career. Uh, that I think that needs to be celebrated as well. And it's kind of interesting that both on the PGA Tour champions and for the moment uh, the PGA Tour, we have a tie for the most, most wins, respectively, Sam Snead and Tiger Woods, and on the PGA Tour champions, Bernhard Langer and Hale Irwin. So Bernhard spoke to 
the media in this interview, and we start with this question. You just did it. You've been working really hard at it for a long time, really a career. Uh, and when you think about where he came from and, and what he went through, the stories I was telling you guys yesterday about emerging from uh, still rebuilding Germany as a kid in the wake of the Second World War, and now he's looked upon forevermore in the history books as one of the most successful golfers of all time in his respective tour, regardless of what happens down the road, just like Hale Irwin always will be for PGA Tour champions. Plus, they're major champions out to boot. It's, there is so much to it. So the question that must be asked is, Bernhard, how does it feel to have done what you just did? Well, it's extremely special we, we, because we've been talking about it for so long, it seems now. And, uh, you know, when I first came out here, I thought this is never going to happen. When I heard Hale Irwin had won 45 times, I'm going, wow, this is awesome and amazing. And, and it still is and always will be. And Hale, if you're watching, uh, congratulations. Uh, you're a great champion. and I'm honored to have tied your record. We need a toast with a, a glass of champagne or something. But, uh, yeah, I'm thrilled to have, uh, you know, gotten to the number 45. And uh, so now that talk is all hopefully a little less every, every day I show up or every week and uh, I can focus on other things. Well, the whole, my whole life is an improbable story. Uh, you know, when you dive deep a little bit where I came from and uh, what has happened in, in my lifetime where I should have died as a kid uh, with extremely high fever. The doctors gave up on me and, well, first of all, they told my mother not to have another child because when she got pregnant anyways, they told her to abort me, which uh, she decided not to, taking the chance of killing herself and me. And we all survived. So, you know, there's a lot, a lot went on in my life uh, so far and then it, it got even more so uh, starting a career of golf. No, nobody did that in Germany. You, you know, they thought I was crazy. And, um, and to, to make it, you know, just to earn a living was an incredible story. But then to make it to number one in the world and to become one of the best players for many years. Uh, and, and, you know, what happened on the Champions Tour, we all know that. But a lot of stuff has happened in those earlier years that some people have no clue and that were pretty miraculous uh, so maybe someday we can make a movie about it it'd be pretty cool yeah it's uh was a little overwhelming really uh, to just you know i never thought i would win 45 times out here as i said coming out and and then the you know the reaction i got from uh, jerry kelly and steve walker and and scott mccarran was waiting there and my good friend bobby clampett who and invited me to my first Bible study, which made me become a believer in Jesus Christ. He was here to, to shake my hand. Um, so it's a lot of things have happened and I got to process it first. Uh, not yet, you know, it, it will in the next few hours and days. Uh, but uh, just right now, I just feel relieved and, and grateful and thankful for uh, everybody that's been on my team and helping me through these years. You know, like we said, for a German kid uh, from a village of 800 people, uh, starting as a caddy to do what I've done, uh, it, takes a, it takes a lot of people to, to do that, not just one. Well, that, that'll be uh, in 10 days <laughs> when, we, when we play in Tucson. Uh, that's another golf course where 
I think I can still compete and uh, we'll find out and I've won there once before so but that doesn't mean it's gonna happen but uh, I, I certainly gonna give it a shot we'll see if it happens if not you know as I said life goes on whether you win one more or not or whether you have a, another record or not interesting stuff incredible stuff very humble stuff from Bernhard Langer again I love that he started that by congratulating Hale Irwin for holding the record first of all achieving the record then holding the record as long as he did it is very very cool indeed and then as he was talking Dom's you know constantly filling me with additional information particularly today because you guys are reacting if you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and, and please encourage your friends to subscribe to the Fairways of Life channel on YouTube. You can interact while the show is underway. And he was, someone sent him a note about a comparison of a car, Tiger and Bernhard, which I'm going to get to in a second, but first to remind everybody, uh, log on to dewizgolf.com and check out this incredible wearable device in which it will allow you to measure your golf swing in ways that you have never been able to measure it before. We've heard it said a zillion times that feel is not real, right? That's because where you think the club is in your swing may not be where it actually is. You may think that you're slightly on plane or laying it off when you might actually be cupping and coming over the line. Believe me, it's an ailment I can speak to. Uh, but this will allow you to know exactly what your swing plane is, what your hand speed is. It measures so many different data points that you can really know your game. Now, I, I, I want to work with a golf coach on that. I want someone to look at it and say, this is where I want you to be. But my problem, I don't know about yours, my problem is, and I know people learn in different ways. I don't know what kind of learner I am. I know some people are visual and other people need to hear it. Some people need to see it, whatever. All I know is, is that I need to feel, is this where you want me, right? So that when I'm out there trying to do it, I know that's where I'm supposed to be. That was the reason why DeWiz excited me so much when I first learned about the product, because I've never seen anything like it. Well, good reason. There is nothing else like it. Log on to DeWizGolf.com, and you can see it for yourself. You even can get a little demo for yourself, too, so you can have some fun, so. Uh, when you get a chance, and let us know what you think about that. So, uh, Dom, read me the, the message that you got about the comparison of cars between – this was with Bernhard and Tiger. Yeah, hold on. My chair is giving me problems here. <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it. I got my own problems. All right, uh, what was the question? You want you me to read something? You got an email from somebody on – About on what? A comparison of – Thanks for listening, by the way. Bernhard and Tiger as cars. Got chair issues. Um, oh, right, yes. This came in through YouTube. Uh, Michael writes, Well, Tiger is arguably the Ferrari of golf. Bernhard is the Mercedes-Benz. And then he quickly followed it up and said, Oh, my God, I had no idea he was actually sponsored by Mercedes, which, of course, you can, t you know, <laughs> you can see that. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's interesting comparing golfers to cars. We could make a whole chart of that stuff. Well, that's what I'm just worried. That's what, that's what prompted me. When you said it, it, it triggered my curiosity because obviously Bernhard being, being German and being class and all the rest, I liked the Mercedes-Benz you know, connection there. But Tiger as a Ferrari, I'm not sure I'm buying that. I, you know, To me, it, it almost seems like Tiger is more like a 
and I don't mean to I don't mean to imply you know like a country guy or anything, but more like an F one fifty leader in your class. No, I disagree with al- that. Always has been the leader in your class. A c- continue, and I don't own an F one fifty. I don't have anything to do with it. I I think the trucks are beautiful, but I'm just saying that they are always the leader in their respective class in terms of popularity, et cetera. Uh, they always in performance. I I see they have a new EV v- truck out that's that's out, et cetera. But you're saying he's he's some other kind of vehicle, Dom. I'm not saying he's some other kind of vehicle. What I'm saying is I think Tiger has been around so long that he has been different iterations of different vehicles. In other words, I, I do think in I do think a Ferrari is actually a pretty good example of Tiger, say, in nineteen ninety nine. But I think Tiger right now is not like that at all. Tiger now is more of a an, an older, broken vehicle that's very precise. I don't you know, know what, what that would Dom? be. It's but interesting you said that, if I can interrupt for one second, because you remember Frankie the Blade, right? He had a Ferrari yes, one time, and it kept breaking down. Amazing performer. It was an amazing performer, but this car kept breaking down. That's fine. I, but I'm just saying that I, I think that Tiger's swing – the way Tiger has played golf over the last 20 years has been different enough that you could qualify sections of his career by a different vehicle. You Whereas could do it by others, coach. think of like a John Daly. You could just notate him as a vehicle, and that's just what he's always What been. would John Daly be, so just like I, a Hummer? I think, um, you know, you know these comparisons. You know how I am. I get very serious about it, and I could go down the rabbit hole. So I don't like the idea of immediately just being like, "Yeah, he's like a Humvee." I'd like, I'd want to see a list of cars, spend some time on this, maybe, maybe build a chart, <laughs> because I could really get this. We could like, this could be a thing. We could turn this into a week long segment. No problem. It's not us. Who I sent could you go the note? What? Way down this rabbit hole. What was the name of the guy that sent you the note? Uh, you're talking about the the two car thing, the original. Yeah. was it Michael? The hood rat? No, who was my, it? <laughs> it was Mike and Michael. Oh. Now there's, there's people chiming in. Uh, Ron on. might be like a Dodge Viper. Did, see, this is terrible. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> we, this is gonna go off the rails so fast. Dodge Viper for John Ron. This is outrageous. If we're gonna do this, we need to do this correctly. And no, that let the people speak, Dom. I want to hear more. I like that a Viper for John Ron. Terrible. We need to make a chart. You know, the problem is, if I do this, Matt's not going to use it. So we're going down this pipeline, which is fine, and then I'm going to spend a week of research and build a whole chart, and it's going to be great. And I'm going to say, hey, Matt, I built a chart. Mom, we're going to talk about it for a week. You'd be like, what? I don't know. I don't care about that anymore. I'm not doing that. I'm not, that's not even going to make it on the show. Then I just wasted an entire week of research. All right. I don't know. Tell I'm me what the saying. people are saying. I want to hear more from the people. Uh, Ferraris break down all the time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Max, which I'm assuming Chris writes Max. I'm assuming he means Max Homa. Max is a Camaro ZL1. I got to be honest. I know what a Camaro is. I don't know what a Camaro ZL1 is. I bet it's darn. It's I bet it's pretty darn vehicle. good. That's a very specific vehicle. I have to. I have to say. But yes, I think. Here's what I'll do for you. Okay. Why I'll do you think, keep I'll think stopping in the next segment. Telling me what the people are saying. Quiet. You give me, I'll you think give me in the one next little segment. tidbit. I'll look at the top ten in the world. I'll, I'll think in the next segment, the next ten minutes. I'll look at some cars. I Before we say goodbye today, 
I will give you a list of cars associated with the top 10 players in the world. I think Tiger, I think Tiger is a Ferrari in like 1999. I, I think that the truck analogy you had for this year is fair, but I would, I would tend to, gr- to lean towards an older vehicle that is precise is probably what he would be right now. Like, to say that he's a Ferrari now is just outrageously wrong. That's just not, come on. Come on. What are we talking about here? He's like Weren't you the one that said he was a Ferrari? Oh, no, the other guy said that. Yeah, come on. He's not a Ferrari. I mean, he was a Ferrari in 1999 for sure. Big time, 2000, 2001. But then the 2013 Tiger was not a Ferrari anymore. Maybe he was like an Audi, something like that. Like a really good car, precise car. A little bit more precise, but not the same speed and power as, like, a Ferrari used to have. But now he's just, I don't know, what's a car that's, like, really precise? Maybe, like, a like a Mini Cooper. What? Like, the original Mini Cooper. Oh, no, yeah. that's so bad, it's, Dom. It's no, fast. No, it's got no. some pep. It's still fast. No, you're, you're it's almost— the, It's not the fastest car on the road. And it's, it's precise, man. Yeah, no. You could dial no. that iron in. You could you could turn that Mini Cooper any any there's way you need to get to about, any parking spot. There's nothing about Tiger that's in Mini Cooper. No, that's just no. It just, so you think he's a freaking truck? Some Ford F-150? Is that what you said? I'm saying F-150, a leader in its class, has been forever in terms of popularity and more. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I still I still no, stand that's, by that. A, a Ford F-150 is like a giant utility vehicle, and that's not what Tiger is. That'd be that's that's like a that'd be more like a I gotta look at the top ten in the world again. Andrew, where are the rankings? Put the rankings on the screen. Dom, would you do me a favor? Because you've yeah. only given me yeah. the people. Oh, there's probably still people twice. talking. I want to hear second. what Stand they by. have to say. I've heard yours. Okay, okay. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm not even done. I, I haven't figured. I it know out you're here. not done. Believe right. me, we all know. I agree with Matt. Well, we're not reading that one. Uh, Kevin. Tiger is a Range Rover. Best car in the world with 600 horsepower under the That's hood. That's really good. Tiger wears red on oh. Sunday, which is Ferrari's color. What does that have to do with anything, Michael? Get with the program here. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Rob, uh, Rob says, John Daly equals a Suburban. Okay. Okay, I can get on board with that. Uh, Scheffler yeah. is a Jeep Wrangler. Uh, Isn't that what you have? Uh, no, I don't have a Jeep Wrangler. I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee L. It's a oh. giant family vehicle. You know what that is? You know what that is? That's a Tony Finau car right there. Jeep yeah, Grand Cherokee L. That is a Tony Finau car. Problem solved. I like da- I like the daily analogy, but I would argue that he's more of an RV. I agree with that, too. Rom is a Lamborghini oh. Grunt. Again, don't know what that is. I know I what a Lamborghini know. is. It's something Lamborghini, though, so yeah. Chris says, Dom, Mini Cooper, question mark, no, sorry. Yeah. Mike no. says, Mini Cooper analogy is horrible. <laughs> it is. They're correct. I really liked it better when these people were like, I like Dom, and Dom is right and Matt is wrong. We need, we need more of well, this. Well, it's not really about Rolls always Royce being right or wrong. R-R. It's about oh, ideas. Oh, this person is correcting me. I said Range Rover. I ap- apologize. So let's go back to that. That was, who did you say that was? Tiger is a RR, Rolls Royce. I apologize. That's what, that's what Kevin meant. He's a Rolls Royce, not a Range Rover. Although honestly, I feel like Range oh, Rover really is maybe Range better. Rover. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's maybe a better analogy, for, at least for right now. Range Rover for right now. I mean, Rolls Royce again. 
Like, I think they're piggybacking off your comments about class, like how much class he has. Right? I don't know. I picked I picked a Ford F-150. I, I, I've never felt that Tiger, even though he's a billionaire, I've never felt that Tiger acts flashy. I've never felt that Tiger kind of – I've never seen him do something to show off his his wealth. Well, that's that's the other part of it is if you're going to equate a vehicle to a player, I think a lot of it has to do with style of play. And he's not – like, again, a Ferrari or a Rolls Royce is a little flashy. Like, Arnold Palmer – was flashy. Arnold Palmer was go at every pin. He was aggressive. Yeah, but Jack Palmer, Nichols is crazy conservative. Arnold Palmer Tiger's is a, a super conservative golfer. He's a conservative player. But Arnold Palmer's a Cadillac. That's that's who he is. He's he's the king. I guess. I don't know. I feel like you're not equating it to play. You're talking about stature in the game. I'm talking about. Like I'm thinking in terms I'm of. About I'm thinking in terms of how a player plays, how that equates to a vehicle, and you're just like. Like, Lee Trevino's stature in the game is this, so his vehicle is this. Those are I'm two thinking, different things. I'm thinking more like the, the movie Cars, or the movie, the, the cartoon movie Cars, so right? personality. And how, and how the cars were a personification of the entire person, the personality. Like, remember Paul Newman was like the car from the 1950s? Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about personality. See, see this can Everything. go a lot of different directions here. I don't know. I, I could do I could do four hours on this. I gotta look at the top ten. I'll come no, up with the, the some stuff. Folks, but, what you but, need to know is Dom will do four hours on this because he can't help himself now. There's there's two things but, in, in Dom's mind that are paramount at this point. One is whatever is going on with his chair, I'm gonna hear about for the next four hours. And the second <laughs> thing is is this chart he's gonna create about these cars, which he's correct. He's gonna put all this time in, he's gonna do cross referencing, he's gonna do personality surveys, he's gonna say uh, a type A type person tends to buy a car that's of a of a more powerful color, like a red or a dark blue. He's going to come back and he's do, do that kind of comparison. He's like Jordan Spieth. Uh, Jordan Spieth's car, his color is going to be kind of a rust color because he's like the lone wolf and all this stuff. And red like, wolf. Oh, red, get whatever it right. It is. <laughs> I've been on this for 10 years now. I've never got you think it right. he'd be listening to, to me for 10 years? Nothing. Yeah, doesn't and listen he's to go anything. All that, and he's like, "So the chart is done. Let's do this on Thursday show." And I'll be like, "I don't know, Don. We'll see." Well, let, but let me let me sort of try and ground this a little bit. I would be curious, overarching, like if you had to summarize Tiger Woods' first tournament in forever and his expectations, what you are expecting of him for twenty twenty three, how would you encapsulate? what we just witnessed over the last 72 hours. Uh, in, in very kind of simple analysis, my first observation is I didn't think he was limping as much. Right? He didn't seem to come into this week as physically labored as he had been. Now, you heard him talk about it in the sound. You heard him mention it all week when he was talking to the press or Amanda or whatever, where he said his team – is doing a great job managing him. And then he specifically spoke in the audio that we played in segment one about he basically is, is kept cool all the time. And and he told us earlier in the week that that's about managing the inflammation in his ankle because apparently the ankle is where they have tremendous amount of trouble. And remember when we had the doctor on talking about screws and plates and rods in that part of his leg 
to try to keep it together because it was so decimated uh, during the, the accident. So the first observation is that hopeful one, uh, and it's a very simple one, I think, that he just didn't seem to be as labored physically as he had been on his return. When he showed up on the property earlier in the week, he was wearing shorts, and as we've become accustomed to now, he had uh, one of those, it was black, but it was one of those compression sleeves on that right leg. I, I always wonder, and, and some of you out there that are, that are weighing in on this, if you've had a circulation problem or whether it was a broken uh, bone in your leg or whatever it is, weigh in and, and educate us if those compression sleeves are there to help circulation, if there's a, if there's a purpose, oh. medical purpose, in other words, support uh, that those are being worn. Or I've wondered, is Tiger doing that just to hide scarring that that right leg must have a massive amount of because the bones actually protruded right through the fascia and right through the muscle in the skin? Uh, but either way, he was wearing that coming in. And so, yeah, that's my first observation. My second observation was that he was reaching ball speeds upwards to 180 miles per hour. That is incredible. That's incredible. Incredible. And when you heard like his his longest drive was 332 yards, his average drive was just over 309 yards for Tiger Woods, you know, for a guy in his late 40s to be able to do that, not to mention all that we're talking about physically, et cetera. Now, you could look at that and go, what are you talking about? He's probably the greatest to have ever played the game. And and as a result, uh, he knows how to swing the club. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct on that. Uh, so that was very encouraging. Uh, I was I was encouraged by, although I still think it revealed some rust, where his chipping and putting was. But he missed a lot of putts that I think a, a tiger that was in full form would make. Ultimate bottom line for me is the same as I was mentioning to you guys yesterday. My hope is that Tiger looks at this in the analysis and goes, you know what? Maybe I didn't perform to my public pronunciations of or, or, or proclamations of expectations to win, to contend, uh, and I understand that. But I think the reasonable number was to get past the cut line, right? Everybody, even Nota Begay, who I spoke to uh, on Golf Central on, I think it was Wednesday, if I remember correctly, before, before the start of the tournament, and I, I asked one of his good friends, no to what do you think? What what what's a reasonable expectation? He said, just make the cut. Great. Well, he did that. And I think in the opening round 69 and the third round 67 that he probably performed better than most of us were expecting. Again, it's very difficult for me to speak in terms of what Tiger was expecting because he tells us expectations that we all hear and we go, OK, I get it. You know, go, I get it that you're going to say that, but is that really what's in your heart? Do you really believe that you can contend this week when you haven't played in a PGA Tour event since the, the Open at St. Andrews in July when you missed the cut and, and didn't look particularly impressive in doing so? So, again, my hope is that Tiger comes away from this and goes, you know what? If I can find a golf course that suits me, like Bay Hill, because it's relatively flat, and he's won there eight times. And I could play the kind of golf that I'm capable of that he saw that he did in 50% of 
the rounds this week, and I'm referring again to the 69 and the 67, which which were excellent, uh, then he can play really well in a tour event, and it's and it's I think great warm up for the Masters. You know, and and I say that about uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, recognizing that maybe it will be the players for him. And I would have to assume because the players is so massive that that would be a platform that he as a product, because all professional golfers are a product as well, that that would be the, the more pronounced stage for him. But he defines the stage. When he shows up, he is the stage. He, he changes everything. So that's my hope. My hope is that he comes away from and goes, you know what? I Clearly he enjoyed the experience, but you know what? It it didn't hurt me as much as I thought it would. It didn't set me back because last year when we saw him play, and it it was pretty clear that the playing also did damage, right? It set him back. This one didn't seem to set him back as far as we know right now. Again, we're kind of reading clouds with all this. So that's my hope. And then and then casting that forward just a couple more weeks that with that assurance – with that, what did he call it? Adrenaline dump, I think is the phrase that he used in his sound. Um, hitting shots when you have to hit them. Pulling off the shot that you have to pull off. Uh, when he comes back to Augusta National, for everybody, the nerves are ratcheted up to a, to a level that are beyond. So everything tends to become a little harder. All shots tend to become a little loose. And I'm hoping that with that, a Tiger Woods that's had the ability to kick off some of the rust and had the opportunity because he said it's important. I'm, I'm using his definition, obviously paraphrasing that it's important to actually be in competition. So you can feel what your body feels like adrenaline or otherwise in that scenario, that all of those things are, are good for him to know and get aware of again, uh, to be familiar with again, and that he can get to Augusta national having kicked off some of that rust. And now, man, he's, he might be ready to go. Uh, could he win it? Man, would that be one of the greatest stories of all time? Right? To actually do it older than Jack Nicholas. It would be incredible. Is it likely? No way. Is it likely? Is it possible? It's Tiger Woods. Can you definitively say it is not possible? Whether you're a fan of Tigers or not, whether you love them or whether you hate them, can you definitively say that it's not possible? especially with what we saw glimpses of at the Genesis. So long-winded answer to a short question, Don, but th that's that, those are my thoughts. That's my hope. I love it. I think it's great. I mean, the only thing I'll, the only thing I'll say is, and maybe, maybe I can get a player on the show in the next day or two from a context standpoint, because they're the only ones that would understand. Uh, on the most basic level, I was surprised in a good way. I was not expecting him to leg aside. I was not expecting him to play as well as he played in general. And so the question I would have for, for someone who's been on tour forever, someone like a Mark Wilson, is how hard, assume you're healthy. Like, uh, don't, don't assume his, like, ignore his leg problem for a second. How hard is it to show up at an event like the Genesis having not played any golf on tour for like a year, how hard is it to show up and make a cut just as a normal, healthy tour golfer? Because I would imagine that the answer to that question would be 
really freaking hard to do that. Just to do that is really hard. Take, taking aside all of his health issues and his leg problems. Yeah. So the, the only I problem I got to tell my you, my takeaway is in all fairness, surprise it, and excitement. It, it's even if you get a you know a veteran, a journeyman on tour, and you ask that question, a person that's been there and won multiple times and all the rest, they're obviously going to tell you that it's extremely hard and all the rest. I just don't know how anybody and a tour player would be closer to this answer than than anyone else, but how anybody can judge the tiger factor because tiger is his own category right what he's done and how he's done it and continues to do it uh, is unlike anything else or anybody else i just i just wonder if it's possible to even get a sense of what it all means you know Uh, so i did want to mention this tomorrow dom because i I don't want to forget it before we say goodbye today uh live now you you tell the world but the information you guys put together and you and andrew were working on the graphics and all the layout we have a pretty clear picture and i will just so you guys know i will give you air times in just a little bit here we have a pretty clear picture of what live has in store for this year including the teams i'd like to go through that in detail tomorrow okay yes we have and i've got answers to everything you can possibly imagine I don't know how much you want to talk about it now, but yes, we have all the teams, all the players, all the captains, all the airtimes, the okay. TV network, how they're broadcasting, when, where, why, everything. We got all the reason, the We reason even have I'm some hilarious videos to play for you. Oh. <laughs> hilarious because they're supposed to be hilarious, or you said that with like kind of an eye roll, hilarious because they were supposed to be serious, um, but they came out hilarious. I don't want to comment. I'd rather play the video and have folks who are watching tell me what they think. But then and I'll in. just say, we can do this tomorrow. I'll say, Matt, have a look at this. And then you watch it, and then we'll see what everyone has to say about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair <laughs> no enough. No comment. That's what you yeah, that's get fair enough. Uh, at some point, I, I, we won't have time to do it. I don't think we'll have time to do it this week, and I haven't gotten through it the whole thing yet. But I do want to talk to you guys about the Full Swing Netflix series and get kind of I watched uh, the whole thing already. You've you've seen every show? I've watched the whole thing already. Okay, I'm I'm I've not made it. I'm I'm a little over halfway, but at some point I want us to do kind of a a deep dive on that and find out what people think about it and and share some thoughts and observations. We'll get to that in just a little bit as well. But so when we come back from this, I do want to go over the airtimes with you cuz I will have the airtimes for you for all of the major golf that's going on this week including the Honda Classic, uh, the Honda LPGA, Thailand on the LPGA, and the Live Series, which is taking place down at Mayakoba. PXG.com is where you can log in and get all of the information on everything that they have to offer, including their new PXG Extreme Golf Ball. The new PXG Extreme Golf Ball has a urethane cover, it has a firm mantle layer, and then it has a super reactive core. The objective is to give you the distance that you need as well as giving you the control that you want around the greens when you're using your higher lofted scoring clubs. They have a projected retail price of $39. Check out pxg.com. And I know people are hearing that, and they're kind of leaning forwards where if they're listening to us in their cars or if they're watching us wherever you are and going, really, that is interesting because that is significantly below the level of price point for premium product 
uh, golf balls in the industry. Yeah. yeah, they are disruptors, and that's what they do. They come in with premium product, and they do it their way. Check it out at pxg.com. Uh, Airtime's coming up after this. I guess hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern lower peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition plus four point two inches. Length of backswing fifty point three inches. The Wiz have really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. That's what I play. What? Yeah, definitely. Nothing feels quite like hitting a PXG iron. That's because we use hollow body construction coupled with the thinnest club face in golf and a vibration absorbing polymer. These technologies make hitting our irons feel soft as warm butter on a hot biscuit and create a bigger sweet spot, which means more forgiveness, better distance, and lower scores. Play PXG and see how sweet, real power, and incredible forgiveness can be. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery and visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. All right, welcome back to the Fairways of Life show this Tuesday. This has been like one of those brainstorming meetings, you know, where you're like, let's, let's come up with ideas for future shows. And my, one of my favorite things is, is I love when you guys weigh in, even though I sometimes have to wrestle Dom to, to find out what you guys are saying because he gets, he gets so excited about his perspective and opinion on it, which, which is fine. We like excitable Dom with the broken chair. But I want to know what you guys think too. Dom, are you hearing back more from the people? Uh, yes. Well, today's show uh, question, by the way, that I posted was, are you going oh. to watch Full Swing on Netflix? Just okay. In general, are you going to watch this show? 
And so far, it's 74% with yes. There's a chunk of people that said no, which is interesting. Is. And then just before we, we, like you said, sign off today, there's already people weighing in on full swing. Joel D. and Caddy, Gina Benali is this Caddy's name. Joel Damon is who Kevin is referring to. The episode is the best, he says. Chris says, full swing was good. Finished it last night, which I'm assuming he means finished the whole series last night. Yeah. Gave great insight to a couple folks I wanted to learn more about in interesting segments mentioning Live versus PGA. Good stuff. Chris writes, or Chase writes, that Netflix show is heaven for a golf nut. I like the Brooks episode. He was pissed off, LOL. I like the Thigala episode. His father was great after he lost the waste management and cried. Ah, he just ruined the whole show for us. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that episode yet. <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. Airtime, here we go. Episode. Oh, I've got plenty to say. Plenty to say. Honda Classic coming up this week. Coverage uh, starts Thursday. We'll have it for you in Golf Channel from 2 p.m. Eastern time, same time on Friday. A Saturday and Sunday, it is split between Golf Channel and the mothership of NBC. 1 p.m. on Golf Channel, 3 p.m. on NBC. Sunday, 1 p.m. on Golf Channel, 3 p.m. on NBC as well. PGA Tour Live uh, exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. We'll be kicking off in the morning on uh, ESPN+. Plus. ESPN to Sirius XM and PGA Tour.com. We go with PGA Tour Radio Thursday and Friday at noon. Saturday at 1 p.m. for the radio side. And please remember, you can hear live coverage of the PGA Tour every week on PGATour.com as well as the new PGA Tour app. It is free and available around the world or if you pay for the satellite service Sirius XM in North America. The LPGA Tours, Honda LPGA Thailand, Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That is starting tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Golf Channel. Friday and Saturday, the start time will be at 10.30 p.m. The Live Series in Mayakoba, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The coverage will start at 1 p.m. on Friday. It is featured on the CW app on Saturday, and on Sunday, it will be at 1 p.m. Eastern time on the CW. Remember, this is how it all kicks off on the CW. Dom, if, if we can remember it, if there's not a more compelling survey, I would like you to send out a survey and canvas the audience if they intend to watch the Live series now that it's on CW. It, is it because it's easier access? Will, do they intend on trying to consume some of that product as well? Thank you so much for consuming part of your day with us, folks. It is always a pleasure to have your company and to hear what your opinions are. To please don't forget to subscribe to us on our Fairways of Life YouTube channel, and please tell your friends to do the same. We will be back with you again tomorrow if we're spared. Till then, bye for now.